1: And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
0: Savings based on cost of Consumer cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024.
1: Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount.
2: You are listening to the Jesse, Jesse Kelly Show. My name is James T. Harris. Just so happy to be a sitting in once again. I'm a talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. My show's called The Conservative Circus. Heard money through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. And I have to, I got to say, I, I, I'm going to wander into territory right off the bat that I haven't even really wandered in, in on my own show. But the headlines are screaming for me to do it. They're
3: screaming.
2: This January 6th, they they put it back on television today. And all of a sudden, my phone started ringing. And people are like, are you watching this? And I said, no, of course not. You've got to see this. This is a game changer. I'm like, okay, I'm going to check it out. And I have. And before we get into the blockbuster story of the day, I think it's important that we review just a bit. You remember in 2016, after President Trump won the election, you remember they're going through the transition? And that's when we started to notice that they're, they're having problems because nobody was really cooperating with the Trump administration. I remember they had a big old breakfast in Washington, D.C. after he was sworn in and Hillary Clinton was still dazed and, f- and confused. She hadn't really spoke in the last month or so. She still had not absorbed the defeat, but she and her team were hard at work um, in discrediting the the president. And that's when we got the beginning of the uh, Russia-Trump-Putin-Trump-Russia collusion. He stole the election. Putin helped him do it. We had to steal dossier. That said that Donald Trump had urinated on this bed, like with prostitutes or something. The same bed that Barack Obama and Michelle Obama shared when they were in Moscow. They called in a special prosecutor. We had Republicans like Paul Ryan stand down and say, we have to let Mueller do his job. He has to complete the investigation. His first two years of his term were pretty much consumed with, with Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. Well, of course, Mueller, he gave his testimony and there was nothing. Then we found out that Mueller wasn't even all there. Remember that? Like, uh, Mueller was was suffering from the early stages of dementia. It was really his staff that was running the show, his Hillary Clinton staff. Ooh. Then it was clear sailing for the president, right? As he started to, 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 to move along. But then, all of a sudden, boom, we get to uh, to get the the uh, president in the telephone call, the infamous telephone call, when he was speaking to President Zelensky over there in the Ukraine, saying, "You know what? You got a little corruption problem. You need to kind of take care of that. You can start with Hunter Biden." <gasps> that was a treason. That was, you know, that was that you're trying to dig up dirt against your political opponent even before Joe Biden had declared that he was going to run in 2020. We have to impeach. Then we had the shift show and we had this, this this incredible show trial with no evidence whatsoever. When all of these state departments like Benman and all these people coming up, giving false testimony, hearsay testimony. We have a copy of the telephone call said Adam Schiff. And Trump was like, you don't have to read from that copy. You don't have to make stuff up like Schiff did here. Let me release the call to you. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that? He was found not guilty. Then, you know, when his, uh, after he had uh, uh, lost, doing that thing with my fingers, we had another impeachment trial over January 6th. He was found not guilty. And now we're having a January 6th commission, bipartisan, don't you know, with Republicans handpicked by Nancy Pelosi, never Trumpers. Yeah. Yeah. And they are bringing the dirt against President Trump. The goal to find him guilty of something, anything to charge him so that he can never run again today. Today, I think they stumbled on something. Brace yourselves. Testimony from one of President Trump's aides, a very tall woman, a handsome woman. Cassidy Hutchinson, she told the commission today on television that ex-president Donald Trump lunged at a Secret Service agent in a limousine when, when told that he could not be taken to the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. That's what the aide testified. She said that the president said, I am the effing president Take me to the Capitol now. He insisted. Cassidy Hutchinson was describing the whole scene. As was told to her, this is what she was told happened in the limo that day. Did she see it personally? Cassidy, did you see the person? I wasn't there. Somebody told me this. One of the Secret Service people or somebody that he told. But I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. I just worked for President Trump. Actually, I worked for his chief of staff, Mark Meadows. Yes, there's more. President Trump wanted to go to the Capitol that day after urging supporters at the rally to fight against the confirmation of the Electoral College victory of President Joe Biden. He wanted to be there. Also, we're being told that he had some negative things to say about Mike Pence, the vice president. He was told that, you know what, they're saying that they're going to, they're going to hang Mike president. Well, let him hang. The president said, allegedly. (laughs) This is the bombshell. This is what folks had me writing to find out. Now, when you sit down and you really think about it, it is absolutely just uh, ridiculous on his face. But, 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 this is, the, this is the commission that the Democrats have set up. There's no Republican representation, no real Republican, no Trump supporters, no Trump staff. You know, they'll get dragged and subpoenaed. Here's the part that really kills me. The aide testified today that President Trump lunged at the agent and tried to grab the steering wheel of the limousine. Now, I can only speculate that President Trump was sitting in the back of the beast. And I am looking right now on my iPhone of, a, of the beast. Boy, that back seat sure is a long way, way from the, the front seat and the driver's side. You're telling me, That Donald Trump lunged, lunged forward. He actually would have to run a little bit. That's how big the beast is. He got up and he ran and then he threw his big old fat body into the front seat and tried to grab at the steering wheel. And the secret service said, no, sir, I will not take you there. We are getting reports that there are weapons there. And you know what? I believe that secret service driver. Because I believe that he was talking to the FBI. And I definitely believe that the FBI would know because they were there. <laughs> they were there. They were embedded in the, the MAGA crowd. As a matter of fact, we got them on videotape saying, we have to storm the building. We need everybody inside. And then we got the pictures of the Capitol Police actually holding the door open for, for these protesters, for these insurrectionists. So, yeah, that, that Secret Service guy, he probably knew. But it begs the question, if president Donald Trump orchestrated all of this, why wouldn't the, the, the secret service man follow his orders and take it there? So he, so his fate would be doomed. Can you imagine what would have happened if the secret service guy disobeyed Trump or would have obeyed Trump and taken him there? Oh, the whole world. Would, would, would find out that, that Donald Trump was the mastermind of this insurrection, this attack on the Capitol. He tried to burn democracy down. This is going nowhere. But I do appreciate the diversion. Truth be told, nobody's watching this. You've got the insiders uh, in Washington, D.C. You've got the Morning Joe crowd <laughs> they're watching this And they're taking it very seriously I mean our democracy was at stake This man, Donald Trump He's dangerous This man, Donald Trump must be stopped And I do believe that the media And that the Democrats will stop at nothing To get some kind of dirt on on, on Donald Trump But I have to be honest with you I don't think there's any dirt And I have to be honest with you this is just as illegitimate as the as the impeachment trials that we watched in the Mueller investigation. The Democrats keep doing the same thing, and they expect for us what to to fall for it. They keep lying, and all, all of a sudden we're going to believe it. I would su- summarily dismiss this, but I had too much fun giving you the the recount, the recounting the the fabricated, the hearsay events <laughs> of that day. And even if it's all true, what crime did he break? What crime? Where was the the the, you know, the treason? It's amazing. Meanwhile, on the border, we have a tragedy. We're going to talk about that coming up next. My name is James T. Harris sitting in for Jesse Kelly, the Jesse Kelly show. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The USA! Jesse Kelly Show.
3: The valley. Move
4: west down. You are
2: listening to The Venture Jesse Kelly Show. My name is James T. Harris. I'm a talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. You can follow me on my YouTube page. You can uh, subscribe to uh, uh, James T. Harris. We really appreciate that. You know... One more thing I forgot to mention about the whole January 6th, the big bombshell story that President Trump wanted to be taken to the rally, but the Secret Service wouldn't let him. When they're acting like that, uh, you know, Trump had no idea what was going on. I need to remind you of this because this is the whole heart. If we had a true investigation with January 6th, people will be asking Nancy Pelosi how come she did not accept uh, the, the thousands of troops, National Guard, that uh, President Trump offered up. Trump and his staff uh, had the intelligence on what was going down on January 6th. And of course, Mark Meadows, his chief of staff, was afraid that there might be an, a problem, especially after Pelosi refused the Guard. She refused him three times. All of this stuff, I mean, I mean, if you listen to talk radio, if you go to conservative outlets, you know all of this. But they're playing for television. And usually the, the television, the the media, the liberal-controlled television, well, they'll, they'll, let, they'll tell you what they want you to think, and then people will go around repeating it and yada-pingity-boom. There was a big event on television today, though. Something, uh, something changed. Something happened. Now, of course, I live in the great state of Arizona, so when we start talking about border issues, I got to tell you, uh, we know more than most, because you only have a handful of outfits that are really reporting what's happening on the border. You got Newsmax, you got OAN, you got Fox News, but uh, we are dealing with a, 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 well. A human tragedy. The, the the human trafficking here is is crazy, and it's impacting the state. It's impacting the country. I talked to some folks uh, out of Yuma. There's a there's a phenomenon. The cartels they are recruiting children. They're recruiting teenagers. They're recruiting young folks. They will pay them a lot of money if they drive down from Maricopa County to the to the border. Right outside of Yuma. And then they pick up a bunch of uh, illegals and they transport them back to the Phoenix area. A lot of money in it. And of course, law enforcement, they're not allowed to arrest anybody on human trafficking. That's sort of like a, a federal crime. And of course, the Biden administration, they're not doing anything about it. About two weeks ago, a uh, 60, I think 62 year old woman, she's on her way to a, a birthday party. When one of these uh, kids, you know, hit her head on, doing like a hundred miles per hour, split her truck in two, killed her. You got that kid whose life is over. You've got the, you've got the illegals. Well, well, they'll go free because we're not holding them on anything. You got a woman who's dead. It's becoming a real problem, Southern Arizona. Never made it through to the national news, really, though. But we had something yesterday that did. We got a horror show in San Antonio, Texas. We, when it was first reported, it said at least 42 people have died. As a matter of fact, what I want to do right now is I want to play for you a report, a news report that was, I believe, on ABC or CBS, one of them. But this is, this is important because this is what we call a breakthrough.
5: At least 46 people were found dead inside a tractor trailer tonight in Texas. And 16 others, including four children, were rushed to area hospitals in varying conditions. Police and Border Patrol agents surrounded the 18-wheeler in San Antonio after the truck was found abandoned around 6 o'clock. Authorities believe it was part of a human smuggling operation.
2: Uh, we're not supposed to open up a truck and see stacks of bodies in there. Um, None of us come to work imagining that.
5: Investigators say there were no signs of water or working air conditioning in that truck. Temperatures soared to 100 degrees in San Antonio today. Three people are in custody tonight.
2: Three people in custody since that was reported this morning. Now five more people have died. 51 illegals are dead. Found in that sweltering semi-truck, 100 degrees outside, more than 120 degrees inside. The governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, well, he put out a tweet. and He said this blood is on Biden's hand. You know what? He's absolutely correct. What we have at the border is lawlessness. We have a president that is ignoring his constitutional responsibilities. And this is what really kind of just upsets me greatly. Oh, you got the media screaming about January 6th. Oh, the January 6th commission, (gasps) president Trump, he lunged at secret service. He grabbed the steering wheel demanding to be taken to the scene, to the, to the, to the riots. (laughs) We have president Biden. We have the border czar vice president Kamala Harris. They still have not spoken on this tragedy in San Antonio, Texas. I don't think there's been a White House press release on this yet. Isn't that strange? When there's a shooting, especially when it's a white person shooting a person of color, a BIPOC, well, they're all over it. Oh, they're exploiting it. Oh, they're flying down to the family to pray with the family. Something has to be done. This has to stop, so they say. You got 51 dead people. They're dead because the cartels are, are, are running our border because they have operational control of the border. They're dead because Biden reversed Trump's policy. And now we do not have a border. They're dead because the cartels are making billions of dollars off of human trafficking and sex trafficking and fentanyl coming into the country. They're dead because of Democrat policies. But the media, they want to talk about January 6th. The reason why I wanted to play that clip for you is because this wasn't Fox News. This wasn't OAN or Newsmax. This was ABC. Which means you have a breakthrough here. You've got mainstream media once again being forced to to pay attention to this. And they can't lie about it this time around. Say, well, you know, the Border Patrol were whipping Haitians. No, that's not it. You got dead people What's the response? What's going to happen from here? We'll talk about it coming up next My name is James T. Harris I am out of Phoenix, Arizona So happy to be sitting in for the Jesse Kelly Show
3: comes home, never gets no rest
2: You are listening to the Jesse Kelly Show My name is James T. Harris I am a talk show host out of phoenix arizona you can follow me on instagram and T. here it's a pleasure to be sitting in for for jesse kelly living in arizona it, it, it's really well it's a beautiful thing it's, it's lovely it's hot right now but i like heat but when we start talking about border issues it is it's maddening and when we talk about what the biden administration is doing to the country you can come to no other conclusion except for that it's being done to us on purpose. Last year we had uh, uh, the border patrol uh, that was dropping off illegals in small towns. One time town was Hila Bend, uh, Arizona. So I jumped on my, on my motorbike and rode out there about an hour and 15 minutes down there to meet with the mayor. This very small town. As a matter of fact, I kind of blew through town and, Miss where I was supposed to turn off. But the sheriff, you know, he found me. He came up and rode up on me because, you know, there's not many black folks on a Harley in Gila Bend. <laughs> he knew it had to be me. So he took me over to the bus station where the where the uh, Border Patrol were dropping off the illegals. But it wasn't a bus station. It was literally a bus stop next to a park with swing sets and, and, and basketball courts for the children to play. There was nothing else around there. And I was like, Mr. Mayor, you have to be kidding. This is what they designate as a bus stop. Yes. Well, when the, they drop the illegals off here, where do they go? And then he's like, look around, like the neighborhoods. They only have one store. How are they supposed to survive? So, what this guy ended up doing was uh putting them in a van and driving them to a shelter in the in the Phoenix area. The only problem is that he's a you know pretty much a one man show his wife would help him. He had a couple of volunteers that are female, and they're dropping off more and more men young men that that's not possible. You can't do this so well, I went ahead and we put it on the radio. It got all kinds of attention, especially when the governor of the state was asked about it and he had no idea what was going on. They called a the state of emergency. Well, why? What? What? That was the beginning of this. That's when we knew that something was very, very wrong. Why is Border Patrol dropping these people off? Now, instead of ICE deporting, ICE is like an Uber service driving, driving illegals, flying illegals around the country in gray buses, and unmarked planes. By order of the Biden administration, that is illegal. This administration is lawless. No one's calling them on it. We're in scary times. We're in the times that the President Abraham Lincoln he gave a speech, a famous speech. It was called the Lyceum Speech. This is when people used to go around, and our entertainment was not movies; it was debates or speeches, that people could sit there and listen three or four hours and retain the information that they that they heard. In this speech. President Lincoln was talking about how the country, the republic, would not be able to survive if we had a two-tiered system of law. If the the powerful, if the politicians were judged under different standards than the common people, it would lead to the republic dissolving. We're in danger right now of that. We have an administration that is purposefully breaking the law. We have an administration that is telling people to ignore the Supreme Court decisions. We have a political party that refuses to follow the rules. If it doesn't go their way, they're perfectly free with breaking the rules. They don't care what the Supreme Court says. They're going to proceed anyway. You've heard Democrat politicians spouting out over the last couple of days. You heard Maxine Waters, you know, to hell with the Supreme Court. That's a representative. And when it comes to illegal immigration, I'm sorry, but we cannot sustain a million plus people rolling across this border every year. We, I think 1.7 million since he's been in office. Mothers can't get baby formula. Why? Because the Biden administration has it stocked up at the border. Why? Because the illegals coming across, they need to be cared for. Women can go to the store and buy tampons. Why? Because the government is sending them down to the border. Why? Cuz there's a lot of young women coming across that need, you know, you know feminine hygiene. At what point in time do the American people say, "You know what? This is a bunch of garbage. This cannot continue." And then you have the tragedy of of what 52 people killed abandoned by by smugglers oh and look how quickly they were apprehended that's amazing they were able to find them lickety-split it's horrifying And even though these people are coming through the country illegally, nobody, nobody, nobody finds this acceptable, except the Biden administration that is ignoring it, that won't even speak to it. This is, this is out of control. The Biden administration you could say, well, you know, it's it, well, they're just trying to get themselves together. No, they're not. What heads have rolled from this? You've got Maiorkis. You know what Maiorkis said today when he found out about this? He offers up his thoughts and prayers. <laughs> if that isn't an in-your-face, that's an in-your-face to conservatives. Oh, I offer up my thoughts and prayers for those people, dude. It's your responsibility. What are you going to do about this? Well, nothing because the commander in chief has made it known that we want open borders and it's humanitarian to open up our borders to all of the people who, who who want to come here, the downtrodden, the people who have been abused, the people who are facing violence every day. This is why we, we open our borders because we're the United States of America is sick. He's, Justifying breaking the law, putting lives at risk, lives in danger because it's humanitarian. It's the right thing to do, as Obama used to say. Everything is up down, upside down in this country, and it's upside down because of uh, the fact that the that the Democrats that are running this, they don't they're not concerned about law. They're not concerned about you, your well being. They're concerned about raw power. And it's not just the Democrats. Actually, the Democrats are like so, sort of the, the, uh, the little robots. And, you know, you got a bunch of uh, half the Republican Party. You know, those folks residing in Washington, D.C., the Uniparty, they're part of this as well. We can even stand back and look further and see that this virus, this cancer, is spreading throughout the, the, the Western countries, New Zealand, Australia, Canada. You know, Canada is pretty much a dictatorship now. You've got, uh, you've got uh, uh, England, France. Did you see uh, Macron over there talking to Biden at the G7? They got caught on tape. What was he saying? Uh, Biden, you really need to start pumping more oil, man. I mean, Saudi, they're doing all they can. They're at capacity. And the other countries, they really can't keep up. It's up to you, guy. Look, Europe is suffering. We're going to have to continue to buy Russian oil. We're going to be boosting their economy while we're killing our own, dude. You've got to, you've got to do. And all of a sudden, here comes a representative breaking it up. Oh, 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 the, the person can't speak to you right now. Over here, please. Over here. They're doing it to us on purpose. They truly are, and it's time—really time—that we call a, a put a stop to this. We've got. The Democrat Party, they've got the Democrat big lie on abortion out there. I got a very provocative question that I want to ask you. (laughs) Ever since we had Roe v. Wade pass or get overturned, now all of a sudden, all of a sudden we're seeing uh, abortion clinics close in red states. What's that all about? We'll talk about it coming up next. For months, Jesse Kelly has been telling you about the hero, my hero, non-lethal gun. You got it um, at uh, Hero2020.com. Hero has engineered a more powerful solution than pepper spray in a can. The Hero2020 is about the size of your mobile phone and fires high-speed projectiles at over 100 miles per hour that explode on contact, creating a painful impact and strong pepper uh, irritant. This is a cloud that surrounds you, that's several times more stronger than pepper spray, and surrounds the the, the would be attacker. Now it only takes a few minutes to learn how to use this with a laser sight. It ensures that you will never miss. Does not require concealed carry permit. This is the perfect for any anyone who wants to protect themselves and don't feel comfortable carrying a traditional handgun. The Hero 2020 will stop an attack and no one dies. Do what jesse kelly did and protect yourself and your loved ones and get the hero 2020 today at hero 2020.com use coupon a coupon code jesse for a special discount that's hero 2020.com once again hero 2020.com state restrictions may apply
4: jesse kelly back soon
5: you been- My
2: name is James T. Harris, Sit again for the Jesse Kelly Show. So happy to, to be here. I'm a radio, a radio talk show host out of, out of Phoenix, Arizona. Not just radio. I mean, I guess I'm a talk show host. I do a lot of social media. You can follow me on my YouTube page at James T. Harris. That's the, that's the station. Go ahead and yeah, become a subscriber. That way, every time you, you uh, be, uh, put out a new video, you'll get it. Little bell there. Hit that notification. You know, I noticed something. The, since the Supreme Court uh, came out with their ruling last, uh, last uh, Friday, we've had a couple of states like Texas. We've had, uh, I believe, uh, Wisconsin. They've seen their, their Planned Parenthood uh, clinics just like disappear. All of a sudden, you've got so many Planned Parenthood clinics closing. What's going on with that? I mean, we were told that these these clinics were for women. This is you know women's services. This is where they go to get health care and all that kind of stuff. So you mean to tell me? Oh, actually, they also told us that that abortions only only account for three percent of their of their business. So for them to leave town right now would be like you know what? Uh, 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 Kentucky Fried Chicken is deciding they're no longer going to. To sell the, the the mashed potatoes, that's a huge blow. But if they, if the franchises got that, uh, got that word, are they going to be like, well, that's it, we're going to close up shop, we're out of here, shut it down? Three percent. I think that Planned Parenthood has been lying to us. I think that was a lie. I think that Planned Parenthood and the abortionists have been lying to us about a lot of things. But this idea of that uh, uh, that, uh, uh, you know, Planned Parenthood was just about the women and helping women with mammograms and all that kind of stuff. Well, we know that that was a that lie because that, that, they have not been doing that for years if they ever did. Yeah, there's two more states. You've got uh, Oregon. They've got a problem. They're, they're losing their Planned Parenthood clinics. You've got Iowa recently you know, closing Planned Parenthood clinics. And it's not because the government's coming in. No, it's because Planned Parenthood is moving out. Why? Because they made their money as abortion mills. The general population seems to think that Planned Parenthood does a whole lot more than they actually do. Does Planned Parenthood provide actual parental care? No Does uh, uh, Planned Parenthood I already ask this question do they do like your breast exams? No. If you're a female you know can you go to Pri to Planned Parenthood to get primary care? No. Let's say you got strep throat or a sinus infection or the flu. Can you go to Planned Parenthood to get some help? No. Well, why would you be going to Planned Parenthood? (laughs) To get an abortion. To get an abortion. Oh, family planning. You know, know, the Democrats, they're famous at this. They'll just come up with just slogans. Oh, this is all about family planning. This is for the health of the the woman. It's It's not healthy. You're taking away my rights. It's not a right. Now we're coming to the the full scope here. And I'm reminded of Dr. Gosnell. Remember him? He's the abortionist. I believe he's out of Philadelphia. This guy was a monster, the biggest mass murderer in the country. He was aborting babies and he had dirty, you know, examination rooms and women were getting infections. I think one woman died, one or two, and that's how he ended up getting got. He wasn't the only one that was working in facilities that were uh, understaffed, untrained, dirty, expired medications. And yet you have the left living this lie. Well, this is for women. If you get rid of this Planned Parenthood, you're hurting women. No, if you get rid of this Planned Parenthood, you're actually helping women. And what's so crazy are the pro-life clinics, That actually do do mammograms, breast exams, that will treat you if you come in with strep throat or a sinus infection or the flu. They're the ones that are getting firebombed by by Antifa. They're the ones that are getting graffitied. They're the ones who the people who work there are being intimidated. And you know what? You don't know anything about it because the news media is not reporting it. It's crazy. The lies that we're being told. Remember the undercover tape that came out a little over a year ago? It wasn't Project Veritas, forgive me, I forgot who put this out. It was brilliant work. They were interviewing doctors, trying to find out uh, uh how how they could get, you know, babe, uh, baby baby uh, body parts uh sold, you know, once they chop them up. You had one doctor who brazenly said, can I get a Lamborghini out of this? How do I get a Lamborghini? These doctors, these abortion mills freely admitted that, you know, you get this much for a head, this much for an arm, this much for, for a leg. Please forgive me. I know I may be upsetting some folks, certain parts of the country is dinner time, but this is real. And do you remember how the media buried those stories? Do you remember how the, I think it was the FBI actually went after the, the filmmakers. You want to talk about corruption here but now that the supreme court has done the right thing the righteous thing and this has turned upside down now we're seeing all of the slime come oozing out we see all of the lies that the left that the that the planned parenthood that the media has been covering for it's horrific and one day one day god willing if our country is still here people are going to look back on the latter part of the 20th century in the first part of this century and they're going to ask what in the hell happened to these people how did they get so ranged we're going to talk about the vice president kamala she's in the news (laughs) my name is james t harris sitting in for the jesse kelly show
4: Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com/news. That's lifelock.com/news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
2: This is The Jesse Kelly Show. My name is James T. Harris. So happy to be filling again. I am a talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. If you want to follow me on social, check out my new YouTube channel. Go ahead and, and uh, subscribe to that. Hit that bell every time we put out a new video. You will be notified. got to tell you, I'm excited. I'm excited because the Biden White House has given Vice President Harris a, a new task. Now, you know. She was the Border Tsar, and she absolutely failed miserably at that. And of course, many people believe that this is what the Biden did to, to uh Biden administration did to Kamala Harris because they don't like her. She doesn't like them either. But uh she wanted that co-presidency, and they're like, you know, who do you think you are? So they gave her the co-president. You are the border czar, oops. <laughs> That didn't go over well. So now they've given her a new position. She is now the abortion czar. It's official today. And it's absolutely incredible how since Roe v. Wade, we have so many women folk out there that finally know what a woman is.
5: You know, I thought about it as, you know, a parent. We have two children who are in their 20s, a son and a daughter. I thought about it as a godparent of teenagers. Mm -hmm. I thought of it as an aunt of 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 preschool children, and a woman yourself, and a woman myself, a
2: woman myself,
5: and the daughter of a woman, right, and a granddaughter of a woman.
2: That's a lot of women. That's a lot of women.
5: I'm every
2: woman, right? Now they know it. Now they're embracing it. It's it's so wonderful to see. It took the Supreme Court to really help uh, women to understand how they're different from men. Now you still have some confusion out there with the AOC and other folks talking about birthing people. But but no, no. I bet you if you were to ask the new Supreme Court Justice Katanji what Brown Jackson or Jackson Brown, whatever her name is, she would now know what a woman is as well. That's how that's how jarring the Supreme Court decision actually was. Uh, But you got a lot of controversy out there. You've got AOC and a a senator spreading bull. That's what I call Elizabeth Warren spreading bull, you know, because she she of the high cheekbones, tried to pass herself off as a, a Native American it's how she got her first jobs you know as a college professor on campus getting that minority money she is a, a senator spreading bull she and AOC are out there talking about we need to have abortions on federal land that's how that's how we get around this we need to have abortion on <laughs> on federal land well Kamala Harris as the new abortions are she was asked about that
5: can the administration expand abortion access or abortion services on federal land, meaning provide the access on federal land that might be in and around states that ban abortion? I think that what is most important right now is Mm -hmm. that we ensure that the restrictions that the states are trying to put up Um, that would prohibit a woman from exercising what we still maintain is her right Mm. that we do everything we can to empower women to not only seek but to receive the care where it is available is federal land uh, one of those options i mean it's not right now what we are discussing but i will say that when i think about what is happening in terms of the states we have to also recognize dana that we are 130 odd days away from an election which is going to include Senate races, right? Part of the issue here is that the court has acted now. Congress needs to
2: act. Um, did she answer the question? I don't think she answered the question. I don't. And uh, it's, a, it's a fumble. That's a fumble. She's the new, you know, abortion czar, and she can't answer the question. What a great, you know, end around, and what a stick in the, in the eye to these, to these red states. We'll just go on federal land. We'll just set up abortion clinics, you know, all throughout Yellowstone. We'll go by the geyser there and we'll have an abortion. <laughs> Come to Yellowstone and kill your child. That could be advertising for the federal government. These people are crazy. Kamala Harris could have shut that down right then and there, but she did not. She did not. But what's crazy about the left, they're so devoted to killing children that they're trying to find an end around, an end around from the Supreme Court decision.
5: Can the administration actually increase access to medication abortion? I think we're pretty clear that to the extent that we can, we will. There's no question about that. The, because the, again, she it is FDA approved. Right. And if it is prescribed, if it, it that, that a woman should be able to have access to it, unfettered.
2: You know, uh, uh, the the plan B out there, you know, the, the abortion drugs they're talking about, they're starting to to uh, adjust your, your ability to, to buy that as well. As a matter of fact, it's kind of going the same way as the baby formula. <laughs> so many people are buying them up that stores are now concerned they're going to have to start rationing them. That's how quickly people are responding to the Supreme Court decision. But even in that, you had uh, Vice President Kamala Harris sounding like uh, the Transportation Secretary, Mayor Pete Booty Gig. I know y'all want to call him booty judge, but uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. it's Pete Booty Gig, And he ain't doing anything. And he's not so helping with the supply chain problems. And you know what? You got Kamala Harris. She's not doing anything either. Whoa, the best we can. We're going to be looking to this. She's failing as the abortions are in the same way she failed as the borders are. And then things got really, really, really crazy. Because you had uh, Vice President Kamala Harris start talking about how, how, you know, life, the life of a son, you know, what Roe v. Wade means to you if you're a parent of boys.
5: Think about it. Everyone has something at risk on this. First of all, if you are a parent of sons, do think about what this means for the okay. life of your son mm-hmm. and what that will mean in terms of the choices he will have. Okay. Do think about it in the context of the fact that they they wrote this decision, including you know, concurring opinions that suggest that other rights, such as the freedom to make decisions about when you were going to start a family, uh-huh. mm-hmm. the freedom and the right to make decisions about contraception, Okay. IUDs. Right. Um, what this m- is going to mean in terms of in vitro fertilization? Mm-hmm.
2: I got to tell you, I'm very confused. What in the Halifax does that have to do with my boy? Why does why does my what, what, abortion have to do with my boy? See, I think that uh, Vice President Kamala Harris now is, is she's stepping out of her lane? She needs to stay in her lane. See, I think that boys, you know, we don't have to worry about abortion unless, you know, you're one of these guys that are trying to get your girlfriend or wife to have an abortion. That could be a problem. But she said, boys, she said, sons, she said, this is about your sons. And I want the the abortions are to understand something. You know, there is a difference between boys and girls when it comes to the whole reproduction thing.
4: Boys have a penis,
2: girls have a vagina. Let's not get that mixed up, ma'am. I know you are, you're just new to understanding what a woman is. But a lot of Americans out here are not confused at all. You need to pull back on that one a little bit. Talking about my sons. My sons. I should be concerned about what's happening with my, because of my sons. No. No. Not at all. You know, the, <laughs> Kamala Harris, uh, she, <laughs> she's being set up to fail again on a for real note. She's being set up to fail. And I, I don't know the, if she knows it. We are told that she doesn't really study up on things too much. We are told that Kamala Harris likes to wing it a lot, uh, that that she really doesn't like to take the time to prepare. It becomes obvious, you know, in some of the things that she's saying, the word salads that she tosses out there. Can I say that? I did. But she needs to understand something. Her being vice president and all that kind of stuff, it's not guaranteed there are enemies out there that want to take her out. Now she was asked a question of uh, whether or not uh, she is uh, a lot of folks out there are trying to say that uh, uh, this is the time for president Biden to step down. And uh, do you think that you, you know, you, you, you should step down. See if he were to step down, that automatically make her like president of the United States. But Kamala Harris she said uh, no in 2024 joe biden is running and i'm going to be his running mate and the you know the the announcer the reporter was like oh really full stop she said full stop well i want you to know something somebody has surfaced she's surfaced and i think that she's dead serious about taking that top spot. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Hillary Clinton. I know. I know. It's frightening. But I'm going to tell you why that the whispers might be true. It's going to be stunning for you. But I think you're going to agree with me. We'll talk about that coming up next. My name is James T. Harris. You can follow me on my YouTube page at James T. Harris. Sitting in for The Jesse Kelly Show.
4: The Jesse Kelly Show.
6: It's still real to me, damn it. Returns next.
3: I said, wait a minute, Chester. You know I'm...
2: You are listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. My name is James T. Harris. I'm a talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm telling you, I got a dire warning for you. A dire, dire warning. Hillary Clinton. She is going to throw her hat in the ring again. Don't you dare doubt me. The reason why I'm telling you this. It's because she's back on the scene, lickety-spit. I got to tell you, Roe v. Wade, that, that that was a blow. First of all, you know that she thought she was going to win. They thought they were going to win until an hour before they found out that they, that they were going to lose. <laughs> they were ready to break that symbolic glass ceiling, and they had to keep it up intact for the next few months. Hillary was spotted sort of like the sky squatch you know, around Chappaqua, just wandering around aimlessly, drunk on box Chardonnay. Then she started to get her get her eye back in the game, especially when they thought that they had President Trump on the ropes with that fake Russia collusion crap. Then she would back off a little bit And then you'll just show up here or there, write a book that actually didn't sell anything, go on tour with her daughter, Chelsea, which ended up having to be canceled because nobody wants to see her. You have to understand. She knows that the American people don't like her. She knows that the American people think that she is a despicable human being, but it doesn't matter what you think. This is about her legacy. She is destined to become the first female president of the United States. Stay with me. Stay with me. After the debacle in the Democrats' eyes of losing the Supreme Court, we have Hillary Clinton re emerging to address it.
5: I really can't. I but That's what I gotta know. Well, but what I can't imagine is staying as active and outspoken as I can, because I think. I think our country is really on the precipice scale. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. that we are looking at not only the erosion of these rights, the throwing the door open to unfettered, unregulated gun access. But we're also looking at dismantling the federal government, how it protects our air and
3: our water and everything else that goes on. you our democracy is at stake? We're looking I at do. the January 6 hearings. I do. Mm-hmm. You think the democracy is at stake as mm-hmm. we sit here today? Mm-hmm. I do.
2: She does. She feels that our democracy is at stake from where we sit today. Notice that Gail King, Oprah's friend, did not ask Hillary Clinton about the economy. Didn't ask Hillary Clinton about high gas prices. Didn't ask Hillary Clinton about open borders. No, they went to January 6th and how our democracy is in peril. See, this is what you need to know. If Hillary Clinton were in office right now, the policies would be the same. See, they were doing this slowly, and then Hillary's supposed to get in after Obama to keep it going—the open borders, the crashing the economy, moving to the green energy, and all that kind of stuff. Well, what happened was Trump came along, and boom, they had a four-year gap. Now they put the puppet Biden, and he's trying to catch up. They would be the same policies, only you wouldn't have, you know, Hillary Clinton chip, tripping up the stairs of Air Force One or or falling off a. Bu- Wait a minute. Wait a minute, she did a whole lot of tripping and falling too when she was running for office, didn't she? Plus they had the Scooby-Mobile. Wasn't that really a mobile like a a hospital or something? I think it was. (laughs) So, so, So it doesn't matter. This is her destiny. And there's something else you need to consider. She was married to the first true black president of the United States, that being Bill Clinton. Yes, he was dubbed the first black president of the United States by, I think it was Toni Morrison, because he uh, came from a you know illegitimate household, and he was like a whoremonger, and that's why she said he black. Plus, he played the saxophone. I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. Yes, I can say it. You can't say it. I can say it because I'm black, but this is true. It was sad. And let's not forget, before anybody else, you had Hillary Clinton out there pandering to the black peoples yes she was you had hillary clinton who was was talking to the black folks trying to let them know that she was one of them
5: i don't feel no ways tired i come too far from where i started from nobody told me that the road would be easy i don't believe far to leave
2: me. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. She can adopt that black dialect like the best of them. And let's not forget, I mean, Hillary Clinton, she walks around all the time with that hot sauce. Wait a minute. No, it's not. It is not racist. She said it. She said it on The Breakfast Club.
5: What's something that you always carry with you? Hot sauce.
2: Really? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Really? Are you getting
4: information right now? Hot sauce. Hot sauce in my bag,
5: Swag? Hot sauce.
2: Really? Really? Yes. Now, listen,
4: I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is it working? Is it working? No, it didn't work back then. You got beat by Donald Trump, but she's going to go at it again for everything I just told you. She's ready. She's primed. Oh, Hillary, are you going to run again? That was the question that they asked her. Oh, Hillary, are you going to run again? I just can't
3: imagine doing that. And last question. You're a former first lady, former secretary of state, former senator. Do you miss the day to day of politics? Is there any scenario in your brain that you would think, <laughs> I want to get back in? No, but I, I miss it. I, I miss but it. There's no scenario in 2024 that you would <laughs> even remotely consider. Uh, I, you know, I, I can't
2: imagine it. I really can't. I I can't, I can't imagine it. I really can't. Oh, yes, you can. As a matter of fact, you never stop thinking about it. As a matter of fact, Hillary Clinton, you're obsessed with it. But here's the biggie. In order for that to happen, they're going to have to kick Kamala Harris to the curb. And how are Democrats are going to explain that? How are Democrats going to explain how they, how they kicked the first black vice president To the curb They don't have to explain it It's their modus operandi
4: Stop <laughs> Stop um,
2: My name is James T. Harris Sitting in for the Jesse Kelly show More to come Long after
0: the thrill of living is
2: gone. My name is James T. Harris Sit again for the jesse kelly show i'm a talk show host out of phoenix arizona you can follow my my channel my youtube channel at james t harris you can also find me on instagram as well and twitter love getting messages from you all from the jesse kelly audience you know what i failed to mention two very important things at least one very important thing why i know that hillary clinton is Going to be throwing her hat in the ring, that she's going to be taking out Kamala Harris. Maybe they'll convince Kamala Harris to leave on her own accord, seeing she's so terrible. Her polling is worse than Joe's, and that's hard to do. No. The reason why I'm convinced that Hillary Clinton is running for office is because she lost weight. Have you seen her? She's looking good, she's trimming down. She used to walk around in that big old, you know, big Momo, that big tent looking thing. Walking around like a zombie. I lost. I cheated. They cheated me. Russia collusion. Russia collusion. Putin. But now, now she's talking about, still talking about the death of democracy. But she has trimmed down and toned up. Yeah, you, know, you. If you don't do that, you're not serious. Look at Mike Pompeo. Anybody want to bet me that he's not going to throw his hat in the ring? He done lost all that weight. He used to look like Pavarotti. Now he's thin and, and fit. And, and, and Stacey Abrams, the gap tooth supermodel, you know she was not serious about being the governor of uh, Georgia last go around. Why? Because she was fat. She didn't try to do anything about it. As a matter of fact, she was getting larger as the campaign wore on. Have you seen her recently? Stacey Abrams is looking good. What? She smiles. She's so articulate, so clean and articulate. And then when she smiles, that big old gap, I'm telling you, she's looking kind of sexy to me. I'm just keeping it real. (laughs) That's how you know when these people are serious about the elections. They get as serious about their appearance. And everybody, I mean, Stacey, she knew that she was too large and in charge. You know, you had Hillary Clinton. She was lost at sea. She went right through that. They didn't even consider her for the for the 2020 or 2020 election because they had too much to pull off to get her back up there. No, no, no. Now they've got the everything calibrated. They're going to slide her back in. If you think that the left is not going to do everything they can, even at 2022, to maintain power. You You, you got to think about this. I, I'm telling you, Nancy Pelosi doesn't look like somebody who's real nervous to me. She t- said the other day, "We we got this. We gonna win. We picking up more seats." <laughs> so I just say these things not to freak you out. Not that it's going. It's a foregone conclusion. But they're in it. They're in it to win it. They have to be in it. But here's their problem, Democrats when they are faced with reality like Roe V way, they can't explain it away. And it doesn't take much. A simple, well-placed question can blow up the whole liberal narrative. And that's happening. You got a man on the street. He was down there uh, uh, and took on the pro-abortion activists with a simple question. My body my choice?
3: What's important is bodily autonomy, the same right men have always had. We just want equal rights, the right to govern our own bodies, just like men have always had. It's that simple.
6: Do you support the right for people to not get the COVID vaccine?
3: It's irrelevant. Uh,
6: right? My body, my choice.
3: You're right. It's not irrelevant. Yeah, oh. Saves lives. Right. It's what not irrelevant. Enjoying? It was one of lives. them is going to be in a pandemic state, huh? right? A state of emergency, which we all know laws change during uh, a state of emergency. They do? Do
6: you agree with this, the statement or the the principle of my body, my choice?
3: Yes, absolutely. Bodily
5: autonomy is a human right. Health care is a human right. Um, right, right, right. Access to health care should be, not be something that is dictated by the Supreme Court.
6: During the pandemic, did you support people's right to not get the COVID vaccine?
2: Ooh, big pause.
3: It's a difficult conversation. <laughs> do you support
6: bod- bodily autonomy in other situations? For example, the COVID vaccine mandates. The,
7: the vaccine mandates. We've been mandated to get vaccines for years and years and years.
6: So you do support in that situation people not having control of their bodies?
7: That's not, that's not having not control wow. of your body. It's like I don't understand.
6: Yep, take a breath,
2: take a breath, pause, pause breathe and let's go at it one more time what about uh, my body my you think shorts. it is important
6: for people to have medical and health control over their own body uh yeah it's good for them it's good for everybody you didn't support the mandates i did i do support you the do mandates yeah isn't that mandate that people have to get the vaccine so they don't have control over their own body uh vaccinations are good for people <laughs> In that case, you don't have control, right? If it's a mandate. No, they don't have to get it. They just uh, can't go anywhere or do anything, right? They just can't have a job. You don't have a right to a job. Everybody wow. Everybody should have a
4: right to do what they want with their bodies.
6: Do you support the pe- people's right to choose not to get the COVID vaccine?
5: Um, I'm not doing that.
6: Yeah, I'm not going to do that.
2: I'm not going to talk to you about that. Doggone it. But what was truly amazing about what you just heard is these people were, were, were truly, they were caught off guard. They had never considered it. The same lefties that were running around demanding that you get vaccinated, that were willing to to have you fired. And they're still doing that. They're still discharging people from the military. Uh, All of these uh, flight problems we're having right now, you know, you got the uh, FAA saying, well, you know, we have a lot of canceled flights because of weather. It ain't raining anywhere in America. The reason why they're having all these flight problems is because you still have the Biden administration trying to force air traffic controllers to wear masks to work mandated and the vaccine mandates as well. Oh, I'm telling you, they're doing it to us on purpose. But what's crazy is the common man. They just (laughs) fell right in with it. Oh, the government told us we have to do this. It's mandated. It's for your safety. Do it for your grandmother. Be a patriot. But when it comes to abortion, my body, my choice, women's rights, these are cliches that have been hammered, have been drilled into young women's head that have been drilled into everybody's heads for the last 35 years to the point where it's like just become common knowledge. But once it's challenged and it doesn't take much once it's challenged. The house of cards fall apart and the look on these young kids face. They were baffled. And the one girl girl at the end, she was like, well, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. La 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 (laughs) la la. They can't handle it. Because it's built on a lie. Women's right is built on a lie. And prayerfully, hopefully prayerfully, uh, more and more Americans are going to come to accept this and are going to come to repent, change their mind about it, change their hearts about it, and then move in a different direction, an opposite direction. That's what I pray. I pray that there's a revival here. And then people just say, whoa, what have we been doing? These young kids, they got it. Once the right question was asked and asked, you know, nicely, it wasn't belligerent. Their, their ideology is built on sand, the shifting sand of the left. You know, you have uh, President Biden over there at, at the G7. It's so embarrassing. So embarrassing! The last time he was over there, he was standing on the end of the stage. Remember when President uh, Trump used to elbow his way to the front? "America first, baby! You better move! You better move back!" I double dog dare you step in front of me. Then they will step back. This year, you've got uh, you got Biden wandering around the courtyard. You got a world leader coming up trying to talk to him. Look, man, you got to start pumping oil. You got to start pumping oil seriously. Hey. Saudi Arabia, they're tapped out. The other countries, they can't keep up. We need you to do this. This is what Macron, the, you know, France is over there trying to talk to the president. And then all of a sudden they whisk him away. What's going on? What's going on with all of this uh, refusal to produce more oil and the pledge to move over to green energy? I'll tell you what's coming on. How crazy it is. Coming up next, James T. Harris sitting in for the Jesse Kelly Show. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. My name is James T. Harris. I am a talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. My show is the Conservative Circus Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. But you can follow me on on YouTube or download the free iHeartRadio app uh, and you can listen to my show. Uh, YouTube is at James T. Harris. Just a little bit of self-promotion going on here. Before we go any further, I think it's necessary for me to give a disclaimer. I am not a puppet of Putin, nor do I support aggression in Ukraine. Do you understand? Okay, here we go. The United States of America has absolutely no business in being involved in a proxy war with Russia. Are you kidding me? President Trump promised when he was running for office that there would be no more useless, stupid foreign wars, and we didn't get involved in anything. As a matter of fact, under President Trump, we had peace breaking out all over the world. We had the little fat butterball in North Korea shaking hands with the president of South Korea. We had China being boxed in in check. We had Russia boxed in. We had truth being spoken to the European Union. You need to get off of, you know, Russian oil sons. Well why are we paying for your defense while you're making Putin richer? That's what what's what the a President Trump told NATO and the EU? We had the Abraham Accords. We had peace breaking out in the Middle East. We had Israel being recognized by Saudi Arabia and other Arab countries that were were making deals on economic lines. Then, Biden is installed and look at what we have. A crazy, messy, deadly pullout of Afghanistan. Look at what we have. We're involved in a proxy war and it could lead to World War III. We're told that we have to sacrifice for democracy in Ukraine. Ukraine's not a democracy. Are these people taking advantage of the fact that the Democrats have not been teaching our kids anything in these government-run schools for years? As a matter of fact, if you look real closely into Ukraine, you'll find out that uh, the Zelensky crowd has a whole lot of, uh, how can I say this without getting too controversial, a lot of Nazis, like for real Nazis. I'm not making this up. We're supposed to be fighting and dying for them. One of my favorite uh, uh, videos to come out of there is that you had some Ukrainian fat cats talking to some African uh, you know, uh, immigrants. Hey, you need to pick up arms and fight with Ukraine. He said, hell no, for what? You're Nazis <laughs> True Story. So it caught my attention. We've got this war going on. We were told that we had to sacrifice. We were told that we had to we had to slap sanctions on Russia and we we're going to, you know, bring the ruble, just turn it into rubble. That's what that's what Joe Biden said. Now, as of last week, we find out that the ruble is doing just fine. Oh, it took a little dip when everything started, but now it's back stronger than ever. We're finding out that the sanctions are not working. They're not hurting Russia. You have a few oligarchs that lost their mega yachts. Other than that, they're doing just fine. As a matter of fact, we have India lining up to buy oil from them. We have uh, Turkey lining up to buy oil from them. What's going on? Then we have uh what Jans Stolenberg, he's over there, uh who is he with? He's with the UN. <laughs> no, he's I'm sorry, he's over there with NATO. And of course we have the president, he's over there with NATO too right now, and they're just trying to talk about, you know, how we're we gonna change the world. The big theme over there is climate change.
7: Then I of course recognize that our economic sanctions, for instance, on parts of Russian industry, on the financial sectors, also have global ramification mm-hmm. also for the energy uh, uh, markets and, 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 and therefore Europeans, uh, NATO allies, uh, the United States, partners, they pay a price. Yeah. There is no way to deny that.
2: Mm-hmm. You're paying a price.
7: But Why? that price Why? is much lower than the price we will pay if Putin gets his way. Shut up. Use military force Based on, on what? It's about the price we have to pay for, pay oh. for freedom okay. for upholding rules based international order mm-hmm. and ensure that the lesson president putin learns from this war is that he's a, he can he can he be he will be rewarded by using this kind of a brutal military force yeah
2: okay but you know what um he's winning the war again i think i need to put a disclaimer out there i am not a puppet of putin nor do i uh do, you know agree with nor do i want to see aggression in the, uh, russian aggression in ukraine a uh, putin's whooping their assets Okay, the American media, they've been lying. They haven't been talking about it too much lately because it's becoming obvious that Putin is winning this war. So you talking about this is the price we have to pay to fix this mess. No, I I disagree with you. It's not our business. It's not our business. Tell us why it's our business, Jan and then he goes further he see see, they're trying to justify the war over there in europe see in america we're jacked up gas prices trying to justify going into a green economy in europe they're trying to use the war see we need to have a green economy that way you know putin he can't charge us for oil and gas it's crazy
7: all allies are committed to reducing their greenhouse gas emissions as part of the paris agreement adapting their militaries Will contribute to this, including more green tech such as renewables, climate-friendly synthetic fuels, mm. and more energy-efficient mm-hmm. solutions.
2: Right, energy-efficient. efficiency.
7: There is a technological revolution
2: oh, happening
7: right now—a green energy revolution, on one that can uh, be of huge uh, benefit for our militaries. Right already today the best new cars are actual electric cars okay you
2: know what i don't want not hear you anymore you know why because you're lying well i can give you the electric car tesla is nice okay whatever i wouldn't drive one why because that's not reliable yet well, what are we going to do military what we're we going to have you know uh solar tanks solar tanks i'll take the gas ones thank you very much this guy is over there talking about how we're moving to a green economy and we're going to we're going to you know revolutionize our economies when right now the green economy only pushes out 3% of what we're using. This is insane. It's insane. But you know what? There's something even more crazier when you break down the numbers. When you break down the numbers, it looks like Biden is actually trying to help Russia and China we'll talk about that coming up next my name is James T. Harris sitting in for the Jesse Kelly show You are listening to the Jesse Kelly Show. My name is James T. Harris. I am a talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. My show is called The Conservative Circus. You can download the free iHeartRadio app and check it out. You can follow me on YouTube on my station at James T. Harris. Go ahead and subscribe to that. We're we were talking about what's going on in in uh, Europe right now. They got their G seven, and it's crazy. Because there's a video floating around out there of the French uh, President Macron. He's he's talking to Biden. And he's telling Biden, look, dude, you got to drill. I mean, you know, I mean, Saudi Arabia's at capacity. You got other countries, they can't keep up. You have to, to drill. Remember, just two years ago, we were the world's leader in exporting oil. What happened? Well... Joe Biden got in, and of course, he's conducting his war on fossil fuels as he promised, campaign promise, campaign kept. He canceled out on the first day, killed Keystone Pipeline, uh, killed fracking, no offshore drilling, and they got the desired result. And then, when they asked about it first, they lied. It's the Putin price hike, and then they started to tell the truth. You know what? Uh, you know what? We're we're transitioning to a uh, green. Green Energy. You had the Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm. She was asked the question, "A uh, 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 secretary, what will you do to bring the the fuel prices down?" <laughs> oh, 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 bring the prices down. Oh. We don't produce oil. You know, this is OPEC. This is a world forces out there. No, 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 no. It's not. What you're watching happening right now, I think, you know, again, again, let me just say, uh, full disclosure, I am not a puppet of Putin, nor do I support Russian aggression in Ukraine. However, Ukraine is the cookie jar of the world. The corruption in Ukraine is crazy. You've got Joe Biden and his son over there working for Barisma. You've got Nancy Pelosi and her son working over there for, for Barisma. You've got uh, Mitt Romney. His kids are in the Ukraine. Boy, we got so many folks in the Ukraine. We got Lindsey Graham in the Ukraine. We had the late Senator John McCain in the Ukraine. U- Ukraine we got Hunter Biden collecting money from Ukraine, collecting money from mayors, wives in Russia. We've got him cutting deals in China. Remember, he had an art gallery over there. Yeah, when he just discovered doing, you know, water paintings and stuff, he's selling them for a gazillion dollars. And you don't even know. Come on, y'all. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. You've got these illegal deals, and it's all on Hunter Biden's laptop. But you know what? You're not allowed to talk about that. When you did talk about it back in 2020, you ended up getting deplatformed. We talked to the ex business partner for the Bidens, Tony Bobolinsky, and that went nowhere. Such is the power of the media. Now, I'm sorry. I'm not a dumb man. Right now, what we're doing, our policies, biden's foreign policies they're making russia rich and you know the democrats always accuse us of what they do they accused of uh, uh, trump of russia collusion i think biden might be colluding with russia prove me wrong he's certainly making them very rich at our expense the ruble is 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 stronger than the dollar right now. You have companies, or I should say, countries, lining up to buy Russian oil and Russian gas, paying rubles, no longer playing the petrol dollar. Hello, hello. Do you know what that's going to do to our economy? You got two economies shaping up here. You got the West that's talking about green energy, and you got Russia, you have got China, you got India, you got the rest of the world trying to get oil and gas. And right now, Russia has Europe by the nads. Why? Germany? Well, we have to buy coal. You know, other coal, we, we we have to buy. We have to do. We can't. Wind and solar's not here yet. Let's talk about wind and solar. Who controls? Wind and solar, Who electric cars. Who controls the rare earth products that go into batteries? Well, let me tell you, China. China owns 80% of that. Who has the solar cells that go into our phones? Well, China. China owns 40% of that. Who owns the, the, you know the materials to make lithium ion batteries? Well, China, 70% of that. So every time you have asshats on the left talking about going green, they're making China richer at our expense. Solar panels, China. Environmental justice. When you hear AOC and these other lefties spewing their nonsense about environmental justice, what it really is doing is enslaving America. Even Joe Manchin Democrat said the Biden administration is stupidly putting all of their eggs in one basket. It's the China basket. Green energy is owned by China. So in summary, this conflict that we're involved in this proxy war in the Ukraine in which we're sending billions and billions, Billions of dollars. What, 60 billion so far? 60 billion. We've got inflation. We've got runaway gas prices. We've got baby formula shortages. And the Biden administration is sending what? 60 billion dollars to Ukraine? Why? They're losing the war. Where is this money going? Can I ask that question? I just did. Let me understand something. Russia's getting richer they're realigning the 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 they're getting rid of the petrol dollar people are paying in rubles you have more countries lining up to buy fuel from Russia we could do that we could ramp it back up we could be the world's number one producer again but we have the Biden administration that doesn't want to do that with no explanation you've got French president over there begging Biden would you please look dude we're in danger you need to start drilling he's going to talk about green energy but when you talk green energy what you're actually doing is making China richer because China controls everything you need to have solar to have electricity the batteries in electric cars the solar panels on your roof probably even the blades from the windmill and you want me to believe that the Biden administration is so stupid. That they're just letting this happen No, this is exactly what President Trump Was talking about, and President Trump was On the verge, one more more term And these things would have been more Of an even playing field, but no They had to get rid of him, now they have Biden in, who's giving away the farm Literally, and while I'm on this kick Let me say, we have open borders We are fundamentally transforming This country through lawlessness And no one is holding This administration to account Because we have a bunch of of you party people in Washington, D.C. There. Uh, that is what is going on. I think I just caught you up. Uh, what's happening in the, the conflict in Europe? Uh, you no longer have to look at the lies that the TV is putting out there. Guess what? They don't even talk about it anymore, are they? We don't even have Zelensky coming to our award shows and blowing smoke up our assets, do we? Oh, we want to tease, talk about oh, oh, Trump. He was a he was one of these TV stars, a reality TV star. What was Linsky? Has anyone? Do you even know? Reality TV star, also into soft porn. And you know, I'm gonna stop. What? I'm gonna stop. I might get Jesse Kelly in trouble. I'm just saying. (laughs) I will not I will not go along with this. No, I don't have any you, Ukrainian flag emojis. I don't have any of that stuff because I'm sitting here looking at this saying, how can we allow this to happen to this country? How can we allow the media? Who owns them? You have Biden. All the evidence is right there on, on the laptop. We can't talk about that, though. Uh, oh, 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 and the FBI, they've had it for years. Matter of fact, the FBI, they arrested uh, a Hunter Biden on numerous charges, but they haven't white privilege. No, just privilege, privilege and protection. It's, it's just amazing. And you know it is when you get the Republicans and you get the Democrats in Washington, D.C., holding hands, saying, singing from the same hymn, though. We have to do this for democracy. We have to sacrifice for democracy. Zelensky is going to kick Putin's assets. All of that crazy talk. It's what got us out of COVID, if you remember. Yeah. When Biden started, to, when we, we, that was the big shift. What's the next big shift, shift going to be? I tell you, it's going to be climate change. We're there right now. How much damage is this going to cause before people start to wake up or at least, you know, tune into it? I talked about Justice Clarence Thomas yesterday. Boy, the evil hate speak has picked up, but there's also something very beautiful in all of this, and I'm going to share it with you. Coming up next, my name is James T. Harris, sitting in for The Jesse Kelly Show. You are listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. My name is James T. Harris. I'm a talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. So glad to be with you today. They keep hating on Clarence Thomas, which is crazy. He didn't write the decision. It was Alito, and they knew that. They knew that when the decision was leaked a few months ago. So why is everybody beating up on Clarence Thomas? It's actually very, very disturbing. We talked about it yesterday. I will go so far as to say it's demonic, the things that are coming out of people's mouths. You've got Samuel L. Jackson, the, the actor, talking about Uncle Clarence. See, that's just derogatory, Uncle Clarence. The knockoff of, of Uncle Tom. You've got uh, you've got other folks out there who are weighing in on this and I think inappropriate. Why in the world is Hillary Clinton? Why does she have anything to say about Clarence Thomas?
3: Justice Thomas has sort of floated that out there about contraceptive rights, contraception and about same sex marriages. But other justices have pushed back to say, no, he's really sort of on his own with that.
5: Well, he believes that. Well, he may be on his own, But he's signaling, signaling. as he often did. You Uh know, people, I went to law school with him. He's been a a person
2: of grievance for as long as I've known A person of grievance? Grievance, anger. A person of grievance? Did Hillary Clinton really just go there? A person of grievance? You want to talk about a person of grievance? First of all, you was grieving over the fact that you married that man tool, that that, 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 that garden tool, Bill Clinton. Person of grievance. Weren't you the one that were part of the bimbo eruption trying to destroy the women that your husband slept with? That was one of the things I actually loved about the debate uh, the between uh, uh, Donald Trump and Bill Clinton when he bought those, you know, those three women that Clinton abused. Kathleen Willey, uh, uh, Paula Jones, and uh, Juanita Broderick. They were sitting right there in a the row. And then when Bill Clinton saw him, boom, that look on his face, that's forever. <laughs> anyway. A person, a grievance. Aren't you the one that just walked around for years and you're still talking about how the election was stolen for you? How dare you talk about Clarence Thomas like that? That is absurd. But that's what they're doing. You got Lori Lightfoot. She took it to a whole nother level. She is the mayor of Chicago, went up on stage at a concert and let loose.
5: He thinks that we are going to stand
3: idly by when they take our rights
2: Ooh, that's the mayor of Chicago They got a crime problem in Chicago Black folks is killing black folks hand over fist in Chicago How's she going to get up on stage and go off on Clarence Thomas talking about f dropping F-bombs They got the priorities messed up then you got Chelsea, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea, what is this? Chelsea Handler, Chelsea, Chelsea Handler, right. She's an American of European descent. Now, she used to go out with 50 Cent, 50 Cent, he's, he's a rapper. As a matter of fact, when she found out that 50 Cent was going to vote for Trump, she said, look, man, you know, we used to have a relationship. We're not together anymore. But if you ever want to have any chance of tagging my treats again, you're going to have to just recant. You're going to have to turn against Trump. And you know what 50 Cent did? That's nasty. But that's what she did. She had the nerve to go off on Clarence Thomas and his wife.
5: I was thinking to myself, who would ever marry a pig like Clarence Thomas? And then I saw this headline. Ginny Thomas didn't just praise MAGA supporters on January 6th. She actually attended the Stop the Steal rally. That's right. She was working behind the scenes to overturn a democratic election. Uh-huh. Isn't it so beautiful when yeah. two disgusting and awful people find oh. each other?
2: Oh, All the crowd claps. Oh. Yeah.
5: They are the ultimate abuse
3: of power couple.
2: The ultimate abuse of power couple. And I guess this is supposedly to be off for of some comments that uh that justice thomas made alito made it perfectly clear that they're not going after same-sex marriage or or any of that other stuff but see the left they have to glam glam onto something but the hate here i think it's just over the top it's demonic and it, it's really it, coming from the black folks it's even worse the blacks it's just terrible now i gotta tell you i know what this is about Back like in 2008, I was one of the few black conservatives that was very, very honest when asked whether or not I would vote for Barack Hussein Obama. I said no. As a matter of fact, I said, Barack Hussein Obama is a socialist. I'm not. You know, growing up in Wisconsin, I'm a Packer fan. You're asking me, will I support the Vikings? No, under no circumstances. Not my team. Well, that garnered attention from CNN. And at the time, I was just a weekend uh, radio talk show host. I didn't know about this. I got thrown into the fire when Don Lemon had me on this show. Interview. I had my whole family watch that. Ooh, y'all got to watch this. I'm going to be on CNN. All the kids were watching TV. And then Don Lemon went off on me. And then said, you know what? what you going to vote for Senator John McCain over Barack Obama? Really, brother? Really? I was like, no, he didn't. He played the brother card. They they read off all the death threats that I was getting on CNN. It was crazy. Then you had other radio talk show hosts and comedians. Steve Harvey started breaking bad on me, almost called me the N-word on his show. He had to pull up short. He pulled up, but he almost did it. My son to this day is disgusted by that. Oh, and then the death threats and the hatred. Why? Because I wasn't I wasn't pulling for the socialists. I'm sorry. The first black president, the chocolate Jesus, or as we call him here in the Southwest, Coco Jesus, the death threats. I lost 15 pounds behind that stuff, worried about my kids. Even up in the church, folks rolling up on me. Yeah, man, you know what? I, uh, yeah, I knew about the stuff you're going through, but I didn't want to say anything. I was just, what are you talking about? This is a guy who worked for, for Obama's campaign, knew about it. I know the ugliness, the names that you were called by your own family, the absolute hatred. But what am I supposed to do? Capitulate because to make you feel better? <laughs> what? I was the first person live walk off of CNN, flicked the earpiece right at the camera, said no more CNN. That was what? Uh, how many years ago? Never been back. will never go back. And yet something fantastic happened. Guess who came to Justice Clarence Thomas defense today? It was beautiful. And I'll have it for you coming up next. My name is James T. Harris sitting in the Jesse Kelly show. You are listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. My name is James T. Harris. I'm a talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. You can follow me on my YouTube station, YouTube channel, I should say, uh, at James T. Harris. That's what you can do. You know, uh, some folks I hurt from some folks. Don't you feel sorry for me? I got this. My mom and dad taught me when I was very young, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words well, will never hurt you. That's not true because they did hurt. <laughs> they did hurt. But we've been through the fire. You can't say anything to me now. You can't say anything to, to Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas has been through a thousand times worse than me. And it's still going on strong. But this is what conservative, uh, uh, is there, especially, especially if you're Americans of African descent, this is what you've got to put up with. This is part of the deal. That's why it's so hard to defeat them. Because when it's real and they've been through that crucible, they know why they believe. They know what they believe and why you can't push them off that mark the uh cnn walk-off was the big one for me but then when uh <laughs> the town hall meeting when um senator john mccain actually accidentally hugged me that was just uh, that just sent it over the top i had cousins telling me don't come don't come to mississippi please don't come south they all know you they know who you are you need to hide <laughs> I don't know you. Justice Thomas is just getting just what's happening now is just insane to me. It's really hard to accept. It's 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 unleashed. This Supreme Court decision has unleashed the worst of the worst. However. Today. Someone came to. Justice Thomas's defense. And it was someone that he is ideologically opposed to. Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Yeah. She's another brown person. She's proud to be Puerto Rican. She was speaking to, I don't know, it was a huge crowd of somebody. I think it was a conference or something. And I think sort of like me, she heard people breaking bad on, on justice Thomas. She's like, Whoa, time out for a moment. Time, time out. You need to understand something. You need to cut off the TV set. You need to cut off MSNBC. You need to cut off CNN. You need to cut off the view. I want you to know that I know the man,
3: but I suspect I have probably disagreed with him more than with any other justice that we have not joined each other's opinions more than anybody else. And yet, Justice Thomas is the one justice in the building that literally knows every employee's name, every one of them. And not only does he know their names, he remembers their families' names and histories. He's the first one who will go up to someone when you're walking with him and say, is your son okay? How's your daughter doing in college? He's the first one that when my stepfather died, sent me flowers in Florida. He is a man who keeps, cares deeply about the court as an institution, about the people who work there, but about people. Amazing. You have Sonja
2: Sotomayor, I'm sorry, you have Sonja Sotomayor come out and absolutely say, you don't know, this man is special. This man takes the time to know people, not just know them, but know their family. This is the guy who knows everybody, literally everybody in the building. What folks don't know about uh, uh, Justice Thomas is that he grew up in brutal poverty. He was lucky enough to be raised by his grandfather who understood the value of education, a grandfather who taught him that while you might need to pick yourself up by your own bootstraps, no one else can, no one else. The education you obtain and love you get from your family are the only viable and reliable bootstraps you really need. He went from poverty and has risen to the lofty levels because of his bootstraps. And Sonia Sotomayor, she addressed that to talk about how she's different from Clarence Thomas, but how they really are the same.
3: He has a different vision than I do about how to help people and about their responsibilities to help themselves, I've often said to people, Justice Thomas believes that every person can pull themselves up by their bootstraps. I believe that some people can't get to their bootstraps without help. They need someone to help them lift their foot up so they can reach those bootstraps. That's a very different philosophy of life But I think we share a common understanding about people and kindness towards them. That's why I can be friends with him and still continue our daily battle (laughs) over our difference of opinions in cases.
2: Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that the way it's supposed to be? Ideologically, we can we can go to war, we, we can battle, but at the end of the day, shouldn't we respect each other? What's so crazy is the way that the media continues to tell these lies. They just lie. They outward lie. Here's the Washington Post: Supreme Court justices aren't pretending to respect each other. <laughs> you just heard Sonia Sotomayor talk about. Uh, Clarence Thomas, in the most respectful way. What is this paper trying to push? It's trying to push division. We have a shared history. We have so much in common, probably more than what we disagree about, but no, because of the times, because of the media, especially social media. Now we're supposed to be ramped up. So if it's that one thing, that one thing, it could divide us and it should divide us. And I will go so far as to say that, you know, this happens on both sides of the aisle. We got some people who are pretty maniacal on my side of the aisle as well. But geez, are you seriously telling me that you're willing to jeopardize relationships for an ideology that may be flawed on both sides? Justice Thomas is a real human being, a genuine human being. If you ever watched any any footage of him, he has the biggest laugh in the world, the biggest smile in the world. He's a happy person, even though he's being persecuted. And that speaks to me of a value system based in, in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that you just will be hard-pressed to find anyplace else. And persecuted he has been. He's paid a price for the lofty levels that he is at a bigger price than anybody else on that court. His decision to be in service of justice rather than be in service of the of the well, the elite that run the Democrat Party like Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden, who tried to destroy him. But the hatred that's just thrown at, at Clarence Thomas, primarily by black people, has made it possible for even white folks to come on board and use the same language of our one-time oppressor, or oppressors, uh, the Democrat slave masters, who set out to destroy people like Harriet Tubman, who was just trying to liberate people. Hmm? What a wonderful person. Uh, man, I look at uh, I look at Sotomayor in a different light now. We have a shared history. We really need to act like it. But I'm not talking to the Jesse Kelly audience. You, you don't have the problem. The bulk of the people who have a problem with this. Well, <laughs> they're on the left. And that's just the truth of the matter. My name is James T. Harris. Sitting in for the Jesse Kelly show. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. To the Jesse Kelly Show. My name is James C. Harris. I'm a talk show host out of Phoenix, Arizona. I want to thank you for hanging out with us this evening. Always been a pleasure. You can follow me on any of my platforms at uh, a Twitter, at YouTube, uh, on uh, a Facebook, Instagram. I'm, I'm all the way out there. Uh, but uh, got a new uh, channel at YouTube at James C. Harris. Go ahead and hit that up. You can get to all of my sites through there. You know, before I go any further, I just want to. Uh, uh, Just give my condolences to a friend that passed away uh, last Saturday. His name was Andrew Lee. He was a producer, talk show host out of a KTLKAM in Minneapolis. And he was the, the first person that gave me my shot in radio. I filled in for the talker down there at the time. His name is John Justice. John Justice had a heart attack. That's how I got my big start in radio. <laughs> they had to find somebody to fill in. That person was me. <laughs> well, it ended up me doing a show for, for Tucson from Milwaukee. Then I got a chance to move down to Tucson, move my family down, which was an incredible life change that was so fantastic. It was because of Andrew Lee. He and John were doing their show in Minneapolis, and he passed away suddenly on Saturday. He was, not a, he was not an old man at all. Not at all. But a huge loss. And over the last few days, I've just been talking to people who I work with, even here in the Valley, who got their start from Andrew as well. Boy, shared lives, shared stories. People were invested in each other, invested in talent, willing to take a chance, willing to encourage people. That's what he was. And that's what we need to be. Andrew Lee, rest in peace. Who is this French girl over there? In uh, in uh, uh, you know, who just got 20 years? She was a friend of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, <laughs> Ghislaine Maxwell, a French, it's French, I think. 20 years, of course, she's going to appeal. But the big question is, see, we they tried to build up this trial as something to watch. This trial wasn't worth anything to watch. You know nothing was going to come out of this. If this were real, people would be naming names. And we wouldn't start with that prince over there in England. I want to know what was Bill Clinton doing on the Lolita Express on that island, Miss Maxwell? Also, there are other prominent figures that were on that island, Miss Maxwell? Who else were you all hooking up? Can you please tell me about Bill Gates? Come on, y'all. Come on. Come on. Oh, she got 20 years. She's not doing 20 years. She's getting out. If not, then, you know, play some bets on on this whole thing because uh, uh, she better start putting it right now. I feel fine. I feel healthy. I'm not going anywhere. I, I have no desire whatsoever to take my own life because her partner, well, he got got. Oh, they say he committed suicide, but no, 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 he got got. It just so happened that the uh, policeman who was supposed to be guarding his cell, the you know the guards, they they fell asleep, and oh my goodness, the camera broke for twenty crucial minutes. It just broke. Oh, how did he die? He hung himself by the side of his bed. He took a sheet. Yeah, he did. But wait a minute, I thought the sheets were gone because he was on suicide watch. How the sheet gets back in? Well, it was a mistake. Oh the cleaning lady She came in there And she just made the bed She didn't know Come on y'all Come on This is how you know The rich and the powerful Are still very much In control of this stuff This woman These people Abuse so many young girls So many girls We had the The DA the, We had the prosecutors Changing their votes And all this kind of stuff Changing their procedures just, You know because Of rich and powerful people Who have reached out But yeah She got 20 years I want to leave you with this because this is great news here. I've been telling people for for months now that we are winning the culture war. We are. We are pushing back against the groomers who are trying to destroy our kids. You know, the San Francisco uh, Gay Males course, they told you what they were up to. We'll convert your children. Yes, we will. It's a beautiful song. But in that song, they're telling you, hey, we're going to convert them. We're coming after them. And you know you're going to lose because even your grandma watches RuPaul. Ooh. We have, the, we have the, the story time going on with the, with the drag queens. We got the sexual grooming in these clubs with the LGBTQ+++, plus 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 the alphabet people. All this is going on. We got Disney, you know, the devil mouse. He's out there saying, yeah, yeah, we're going to pay for for any of our employees that want an abortion. We're going to go ahead and pay for that and kill off our future. But hey, you know what? Those who survive, we're going to groom ya." We're going to inundate you with sexual images and sexual concepts that your little brain can't really handle right now, but it'll soften you up for when uh, we're ready for you. Well, their latest movie, Pixar movie, uh, light year, a spinoff of the toy story series, which was outstanding. It flopped. It, uh, it, literally fell apart. Why? Because parents found out that the, the uh, you know same-sex kissing going on in there and stuff like that. And you know what? The thing is, is you want a same-sex kiss and stuff like that. Hey, okay, but don't put that on my children. When you put that on that, my children, you are forcing me to, you know, I'm going to have to stand up and say something you may not like and I don't give a hot damnation if you don't like it. Don't. I'm not I'm not going to pay for that. not going to do it. So you've got Disney, they just got whacked. And there's probably going to be even more whacking going on because people have just had enough. We now see it. We've seen behind the curtain. We know what The Wizard is up to, and we're just not having it. On the other hand, Top Gun Maverick just passed the $1 billion mark over the weekend. Wait, what? Making it the highest grossing film. Uh, movie this year. But here's the deal. This is the biggest movie that that Tom Cruise has ever ever been in. Tom Cruise first movie to pass a million. Mission Impossible got close, 791 million, but this one is a billion. Says did I say a billion? And there was no wokeness. There was no sexual grooming. There was no, you know, same-sex kissing. Now, they did have Tom Cruise, you know, playing volleyball with a bunch of men's and a few women's. And he was glistening with the chest and, you know, the muscles popping out and stuff like that. Just lovely. just, Just moist. But other than that, straight America. Go see it and celebrate our country. My name is James T. Harris. It has been a pleasure to sit in for the Jesse Kelly Show. Until we meet again. slash iHeart.